Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Engineered Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Sarah Sheikh. I'm an engineer turned multi-six-figure fashion designer and a business growth strategist. I have a master's degree in cybersecurity engineering and 25 years of corporate experience and a wife and a mother of three wonderful children. This is your show to learn from me and other inspiring entrepreneurs, the how-tos of brand visibility, business growth, funnel and website design so you can put your purpose into action. So if you are ready to uplevel your business strategy and your income to live your best life while making impact on the world, this is the show for you. I'm thrilled to have you here. So let's get rocking. Hello, Deborah. Go ahead and introduce yourself and we'll just kick it off. So I help my clients to leverage LinkedIn and uh, possibly, if not all of you guys should be at LinkedIn at this point, but I help them to leverage LinkedIn to attract a client base who are, they're pretty much pre-sold on partnering or doing business with them. That's wonderful. So when you say pre-sold, what does that mean? That means just like I hate having to try to attempt to sell someone because I don't believe in that. Um, they have already pretty much made up their mind that they're ready to work with you by the time they get on a call with you. They just have to confirm that you are the person that you are and to see how you can help them. But there's nothing that you you don't have to convince anyone um, because they've seen your presence. Um, They see you as an authority, so they're ready to work with you. I, I ask you that question intentionally because I really want the audience to understand that. Because when we say pre-sold, um, you know, for especially new entrepreneurs, they don't really understand. But we know what that means because we really believe and work on creating relationship. Right. right. So that's part of what you do with LinkedIn. You know, you create those connection and relationships. And I do something similar, you know, with my ideal clients where we have this Facebook group. We connect with them. We connect through emails and we create that relationship. So when we have an offer, they are pre-sold, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, whether it's buying your offer or just partnering to work with you. So, uh, so that's why I wanted to kind of let, you know, let you go through that explanation a little more. So those who are really new to this connection or you know, relationship marketing, so they understand what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So why did you decide to work on LinkedIn? So here's the interesting thing (laughs) about, and it involves imposter syndrome and all of that other beautiful stuff that we might experience, but we don't know what's going on. So um, I, before I became, uh, you know, uh, expert on the online space, I worked for 20 years in marketing um, with a company, with a few companies. And I have, you know, all the accolades that people typically talk about. But when I got online and I saw these other people showing up as experts, it was intimidating, right? Um, so between, and I don't have the, you know, the backstory that we typically hear, I don't have a a lot of those things. So between, um, seeing people who are already confident in what they do and not necessarily knowing how to relate to the online space, I experienced imposter syndrome, but there's a lot of things that tend to wake me up, um, in life and in business, probably just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. So, um, initially I was, I was a social media manager helping clients on Instagram And, you know, there's all these coaches in the online space. And one day this woman said to me, she was like, I've seen your LinkedIn. I've seen you on LinkedIn. Well, she hasn't seen me on LinkedIn. She saw my LinkedIn profile. She said, I saw you on LinkedIn and um, 
you're not a you're not a social media manager. You could help people to grow their business. And then of course I was like, no, I can't. Um, so incidentally, I actually went onto LinkedIn just to update my profile because if you guys remember, and some people still see it this way, LinkedIn was all about recruiters and resumes. So right. the only thing I had on LinkedIn was my you know uploaded quote unquote resume. It was done a little bit differently. Went on there, I updated my profile, updated a few things to, to uh, you know, say that I've moved from employee to entrepreneur. And within three days, I had two people reach out to me and they said they wanted to help with a marketing plan. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? I thought this was about resumes and recruiters. And then I discovered this whole world of business owners. They're amazing at what they do, but they just don't know how to market themselves. Um, so I was still experiencing imposter syndrome, kind of hanging out on Facebook, hanging out on Instagram, and then someone else reached out and I started to now use LinkedIn for business. I didn't think about teaching it or helping people with LinkedIn. I grew like a really strong personal brand over on LinkedIn and people started to reach out and they're like, okay, all of a sudden, I don't think I really blew up, but they said, you, you grew your personal brand really quickly. Can you show me how to do that? And at the same time, so at that point, I had mastered pretty much I knew how to use LinkedIn for business. And I started to see these experts, again, step up, but they were just sharing just bad information. So if you don't know, you don't realize it's really bad information. So that's what motivated me, encouraged me, because I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to show up and show up bolder. And I'm going to share my truth so someone doesn't get either duped by that person or they can at least question the things they're putting out because what I'm saying is a little bit different. I was just telling a prospective client a few minutes ago, I was like, and this worked out pretty well because they actually believe what I'm sharing. So that's how I, I pretty much started online. I love it. <laughs> well, the, you are the expert, so they better listen. Now, my, my point is, or to what you have said, um, the bad messaging, LinkedIn works totally different. Yeah. from the other social media platforms. Even though people are using it to grow their business, it works completely differently. So you can't use the same strategy that you're using on other platforms on Instagram. So can you give some examples of what bad, you know, connection or a bad post or bad messages? Because for people who have not been on LinkedIn, this may sound a little strange, if, especially if they perceive that it's just another platform. Absolutely. Yeah, what I see people do the most on LinkedIn more than anywhere else, and you can tell almost immediately, they and it's probably things they take from Facebook, they take things from Instagram with the flat lay images, and then they put it on LinkedIn. But I can tell that it's an Instagram post because they have about 20 to 25 hashtags. Oh, no. So, yeah, the difference <laughs> on LinkedIn, maybe you have about four or five hashtags. You don't want it, like there's so many different things that come up as spammy on LinkedIn. Uh, so spammy equals using a whole bunch of hashtags. Spammy equals tagging a whole bunch of people. Spammy equals kind of the same thing where I think initially when LinkedIn got really big with the, with the Facebook group um, or the Facebook crowd, there were people teaching courses and they had scripts on how to connect on LinkedIn. The problem is when people are given scripts, they don't, um, they don't make it their own. So you had about, you know, you had like 50 or so people sending people in mass. You probably heard about, and I'll tell you guys if you didn't hear about it. 
but you had people sending in math to the same people, the same exact script. Uh, the outreach strategy is not the same on LinkedIn either because you know it's about relationships. Right. Um, so just recently, and it's not, I haven't seen it happen yet, but I'm hearing about it more and more. Um, at any, at, you know, any time you are allowed to, if you have um, premium, especially, it's a different version, a paid version, you are allowed to send even a hundred connection requests a day. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that's important. Like, how can you possibly connect with a hundred people that's with like messages? I think there were enough people complaining about it. And unfortunately, LinkedIn has lost a lot of like executives don't even log in anymore because their box is full of spam. So now LinkedIn has limited it to even only send 100 messages per week. It might be even shorter for some people, but yeah, they have, they're really cutting down on a lot of the stuff going on. Yeah, I think they have to do that to keep the integrity of the platform. Because I think it was intended for more professional connections rather than business or sales connections because we we know it right we've been in business right when it comes to business outreach it it, it ends up being too spammy at one point because everybody's trying to grab as many leads as possible whereas when it was professional relationship it was just authentic connections either you know recruiters they see your resume and they feel like you might be the right fit and they can reach you know reach out to you right but there wasn't this crazy outreach of people just trying to message you because they you know they look at you as a lead so um i can definitely understand now they do also restrict your account um if you try to exceed those 20 or 100 messages per week or 20 messages per day right or connections it probably depends on how often you've been breaking rules you know linkedin's not really as bad as facebook where facebook will if you're sending too many messages it will just turn you off LinkedIn will warn you several times. So if you've done things like that before, like some people are like, my account got shut down. I don't know why. You probably do because LinkedIn has warned you several times. They will also restrict or, you know, ban you if you have more than one profile. Um, because like you said, they want to really keep the in- integrity of the, um, the uh, platform. And some people have been creating multiple pl- um, profiles um, some unknowingly because you forgot that you created one, but um, they've created multiple profiles just to have different businesses. But for me, I, I, you know, when I'm talking to uh, people in general, there's not there's a lot of opportunity on LinkedIn and not a lot of people taking advantage of it. Right. So at this point, there's about 760 million registered users on LinkedIn. There, as I see LinkedIn growing, they're looking to become like this media platform. Um, I'm not sure if you remember back in the days when we used to go into the office, um, people would have their Wall Street Journal dropped at the front of their, you know, the, um, mm-hmm. at the, either the elevator or the front of the office. Yep. LinkedIn is creating this whole platform where they're the media. So you don't have to go and look at the, Wall, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. They have hired hundreds of journalists to uh, share data, to, to share information where we have opportunities, so, you know, with 760 million um, registered users, maybe 40% of those people log on uh, active users. LinkedIn says if you logged in once a week uh, to every three weeks, you're considered active. So out of those, the 40% that log in, maybe 10% share uh, content. So the great thing about it, there are like billions of, of uh 
uh, pieces of content that goes across the feed on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. But not a lot of people, it's the same people sharing it. So it's similar to when you have a Facebook community, there's always those few 20 or 30 people who are active, if we're lucky, right? Uh, maybe we have 10 <laughs> people who are active. That's the active. same on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Now you have, the, you, are, you have the opportunity to be highly visible in front of the right people. people and if yeah. you're connected with the right network, then you're always going to be inside of their feed. Mm. That's where the magic lies to me. Gotcha. You see, I want, I'm one of those people who signed up for multiple profiles because I thought you're supposed to have one for your personal profile and then a different profile for your business. Right. So I did do that. And then later on, I learned that no, for your business, especially for the coaching business, they're like, you don't really need to create a new account for it. You can just use your personal profile, have mm -hmm. it in the profile description, what you do, and that's it. I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know. But and right. then I think by then, LinkedIn probably restricted my account at one point, hmm. but I don't know how to get it reactivated. So I need to figure out a way to do that. Yeah, you typically, so, but do they restrict both your main account, you mean? Because they found a The main one, the one that I've had for more than 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah if you can get in contact because when they first tell you you're restricted they want you to upload your driver's license or something i did oh well i would go on twitter then and try to reach out to them there oh you reach out to them through twitter you don't you reach out linkedin has its own help um desk where you can send a message but not everyone has that access mm -hmm. but if you go on twitter like for me i'm not complaining to a company i'm going to, i'm going, to, going on twitter their customer service team can handle it oh i see yeah, yeah, that's why I see Twitter because okay. that means um, their only job is to make sure you're happy, right? The people Got on it. Twitter, the, the people who are in charge of those accounts. Got so it. yeah, Got LinkedIn it. has its own help um, set desk, but if you can't find it, I would just say go on Twitter. Yeah, there's no reason. How long has it been restricted? I think a couple of weeks. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's not bad. How long does it usually take them to... Uh, fix Less than seven days it should be it should be okay yeah. but these are great points right when people listen to this they know exactly what to do and what not to do and then yeah. if this is you know if this was to happen to them they would know how to handle it so I'm glad we, we brought that topic up so yeah. it, it is definitely helpful what is your uh, what is your best tip for people who are trying to either grow their personal branding or they just want to create connection with either other like-minded people or just even prospects yeah what, what are what are your tips everything's going to go back to your profile i say that about 70 to 75 percent of the business is done on your profile so you can have the most amazing content uh you can be reaching out to a lot of people but ultimately people are going to be looking at your profile if it doesn't speak to who you are and build credibility and position you as an expert then they're probably not even going to be interested in having conversation. And then a lot of people, that's another way that you get restricted. If you try to connect with someone and they continue, different people press ignore, LinkedIn will think you're spamming people. Um, so you want to make sure you have your profile optimized. Um, and not only that, positioned, that makes sure it positions you as an expert. So that means things like you're not really talking in the third person. You don't want it to sound like a resume. You don't want to make it about you. You want to make sure that it's solution focused versus mm -hmm. me, me, me. So those, I mean, more than anything, if you do anything else, someone may have heard about you and they Google you and LinkedIn's going to come up. I would say make sure your profile is updated. 
Got it. Got it. Yeah. Wonderful. Great tip. Great tip. Is there anything that you would like to share with the audience as far as LinkedIn and then definitely share where they can find you? Yeah, definitely. Talk about, you know, what, what you do so people can reach out to you. Definitely. Yeah, I think um, so. Here's the here's what stops a lot of people from not only using LinkedIn, but just to post in general. It's uh, there's a fear behind it. It's very intimidating. What I realized, and like I mentioned before, what motivated me is that I realized there were a segment of people who actually needed what I had to offer, especially, uh, you know, we saw the movie, I don't know if you saw the movie, Human um, um, Hidden Figures. Like there's a lot of people who are extremely brilliant, but they're standing on the sidelines. So for me, and also for you, um, and anyone within your community, it's our responsibility to, to really step up and be that example that they need so the wrong people are not coming in their pathway. Um, so I know that there's some fear and intimidation behind LinkedIn, but you, it's surprising um, when you realize that there are people who are like, I've had someone who, um, he reached out to me, I made the mistake of looking up to him or looking him up and he had an MBA from Harvard and I'm like, I was so intimidated. I'm like, what am I gonna do to help him? But they're good at what they do. They don't, they're not good at what you do. So mm -hmm. I had to realize that. So I think it's ego-based. When we tend to get scared or we tend to be intimidated by, by something, that's all our ego. And it's, just, that's, it's coming from, not all of ego is selfish, but it's coming from a selfish place when we're only thinking about our nervousness versus helping someone else. Um, but yeah, um, I would love to, you know, if anyone has questions about LinkedIn, they can always reach out to me. Find me on Facebook. I also have a, a Facebook community. Um, it's called the LinkedIn Money Secrets. They can do hashtag the LinkedIn Black Belt and find me on LinkedIn also. Wonderful, wonderful. And then they can find you in our group right here as well because you're our group member. Oh, so it's awesome. It's so great connecting with you. And I'm definitely going to chat with you more because I am interested in building, you know, my connection in LinkedIn. But my fear, like you said earlier, it's a, it is a little intimidating. Yeah. Um, and number two, um, you know, some of us are still working in our full-time job and, you know, building our business. And sometimes you get worried about just lack of time. Mm -hmm. You know, if I get on this platform, will I have the time for it? Right? Yeah. Yeah. How do you, what are your suggestions as far as like tips, even to like connect in a smaller level and instead of just, you know, having a profile, but not being on it at all. Right. Just at least having a little bit of traction in there so you can kind of build, you know, your connections slowly. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm all about making sure that you position your brand as someone who's sought after. So you don't necessarily have to do all the work. Um, so tips. Um, and I can if you don't use LinkedIn a lot, it's going to be harder to explain. But you want to make sure your profile is optimized. It is. Because LinkedIn within itself is a search engine. So every single day someone's searching for something you have to offer. Um, I'm doing a, I have a ma that masterclass coming up and I'm doing a, a, you know, 25 minutes a day on LinkedIn. But some of the tips are once you do your profile, that's one and done. You don't have to worry about that. Um, putting out content, even if you just do it twice a week, that's going to increase your visibility. They're going to go back to your profile. Engaging with other people on their posts, they're going to go back to your profile. Those are the only two things that I would say to do maybe three times a week and you're good. 
it takes less than, yeah it takes less than 25 minutes to put out a piece of content that engage with, with i would say engage with at least three people oh that's wonderful so go ahead and send us the link to your um registration or to your workshop we okay. share it in the group i'm sure uh, you know there will be a lot of people that could benefit from those lessons because I know we're all trying to grow our business so um, yeah. LinkedIn definitely has become you know one of the best places to create connection with your prospects so just send it to me and we'll go ahead and put it in the comment uh, and in the caption so people can you know try to attend your workshop and if they're able to so this has been wonderful you know to connect with you and to chat about LinkedIn and even getting to know you more. I know we are in the same, um, you know, coaching community, but getting this opportunity just to have, you know, the chance to chat one-on-one, -on -one, it's, it's mm -hmm. always wonderful. I love to connect, you know, with people and, and most of all, I love to collaborate with people. Mm -hmm. And I talk about this in my community, in my Facebook group, like, I tell everyone just engage with everyone within community because it's like a private space where you can ask each other on collaborating or interviewing each other or even taking on a project together because it's like a pool of people that are looking for the same opportunity like you. Right. So I know we utilize that a lot in UE space where everybody asking for collaboration and things like that and I'm trying to bring that here. So. Hopefully, I'll be successful in doing that, and I want everyone to see that these, you know, interviews came about because we are in the same space, and we ask each other, "Hey, I would like to interview you," and you know, you know, vice versa. So, it's a great way not only to learn from that other person, but just creating the opportunity to even know you, and then let other people in my community know about you. Right? right. This is something they probably did not think about, but having this kind of opportunity to hear someone who is doing it and who has done it and getting the tips, I think it's it's a wonderful thing. So we should definitely continue to collaborate, uh, you know, in other spaces and, you know, Absolutely. anybody who has different expertise, just bring it, bring it on. And we can always learn from one another. Just like you said, the person who has an MBA, uh, you know, they don't have the skill that you do. Exactly. Right. And what I learned that from successful people, they're not trying to figure it out on their own. That's too mm -hmm. much time. They'd rather just reach out, get the help, save themselves the tens of thousands of dollars in time that their time is worth. So, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. should all reach out to people who are experts in that area. We cannot be experts in everything. So I do what I'm good at and stay in that lane, and I reach out to somebody else who's experts and all the other needs that I have. So I think that the universe works out really well that way, right? Yeah, yeah. It really does. So that was such a great time. Um, you know, Deborah, I enjoyed having you and hope, you know, we'll have you again. I'm sure LinkedIn continues to evolve. So as new, you know, strategies come about, you know, let me know, we can have another session like this. I like to learn and I'd love for my community to learn as well as, you know, things develop and evolve. So this is right. great. I'm so glad to have you and we're gonna connect even more. So, you know, keep an eye for my message. Just the beginning. Thanks so much. Just the beginning. Sarah. Exactly. Yeah. Of course, of course. Thank you so much for coming in. Good to see you again and look forward to connecting with you again. Thank you so much for joining us today connect with us on instagram or join our facebook group links for our instagram and facebook group will be in the show notes 
join us for another episode next week. Until then, keep rocking your purpose.